Hey everybody, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and over there is the Dolores to my Mave. Chris. And what is that a reference to, Chris? Uh, I got no idea. Faint Westworld. Of... Oh, good one. I was going to say faint memory of something. Me like he the Westworld. I, dude, honestly, I got to say, I really like that show. It's had some lesser seasons, but overall, I like where it's gone in this newest season. It is... Really, I, I like I like it a lot. Four seasons out, yeah, because I I was pretty into season one, but then I just I never came back to it. Not just not to blame them, I just didn't. Uh, it's interesting to hear season four is that good. I think it might have dabbled the, in season two a little. The twist in season four was it's not over yet, but I thought it was a little bit more predictable than in one. I had the one I had the one in, the twist in one figured out before it happened, but barely. I, I mean, I was like half an episode before they revealed that. I was like, oh, that's what it is. And then they did it. I'm like, yes, I'm right. Anyways, uh, how are you doing tonight, Chris? I'm doing great. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. Doing wonderful. Sorry, I was playing around with stuff trying to... I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good myself. See if this would work. It's still not working. Whatever. Um, yeah, how are you doing on this lovely thing? I am peachy and kind of tired, but overall peachy. Good to hear. Good to hear. Uh, no, I'm, yeah. I'm excited about. Uh, I mean, a Hall of Fame game's less than a week away. I know you're Mr. Wet Blanket. Whatever. But, uh, I don't recall the participants either. Uh, to be <laughs> a bit of a wet blanket myself. <laughs> guess what? Guess what? It's who cares and don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> I disagree. I think it's cool that football's back, and I think here in a it's not football. Here in a couple weeks, we'll have uh, some uh, uh, key glorified glorified scrimmage decided. No, no, we'll have uh, some possession battles decided. That will matter yeah. in fantasy. Yeah. And we'll cover them with glee. That's don't don't use that word ever again. I'm going to use it every show now. No, please don't. I will. <laughs> okay. Uh Chris, <laughs> we are here to talk about Diamonds in the Rough, which mm -hmm. is and this is quarterback edition. I might have taken a different approach than you, and we will get to that in a second. But, Chris, I believe you have some news for us. Yeah, I'm sure. Related to Mr. Jared Goff. Uh, no, I do not have anything <laughs> ready to go, sir, because it does not trolling, exist. Trolling you with the news uh, hour an hour before the show. Awful, awful. Let's start with DK Metcalf, man. Yeah, don't bury the lead, I suppose, yeah. Um, ooh, no. Let's actually start with Ryan Jensen, the Buck Center. He was carted off with a serious knee injury at training camp. Yet to be determined how serious it is. I know it's a center in centers. You don't play centers in fantasy football generally unless you're one of those, like, you know, 22-player mm -hmm. mm -hmm. starter starting roster nuts. But, I mean, a center is a big part of an offensive line. Really huge. Huge, huge, especially uh, uh, obviously running game. Um, they're the ones who make the play calls for the protection. Uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of quarterbacks, uh, they don't necessarily have to be, quote, short. But uh, if you're not of the biggest stature, you really don't want that middle. Of the, no quarterback wants the middle of the pocket pushing back at him. So, yeah. Um, sorry, hold on a second here. I think there's still a really good center available right now. And I think it's J.C. Trotter. Hmm. Um. So he was with a, the a long Browns. Look. I bet they're going to. 
I can't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, J.C. Treader. Sorry, I was close. He's 31, but and he did was formerly with the Browns. I believe he has a couple of uh, Pro Bowl seasons under oh, his wow. belt. Nice. And cool. I mean, I mean, NFL.com is calling him an a, 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 unquestionably a still above average starter. So, hmm, I wonder where he's going next. Julio yeah. Jones, goodbye. Hello, J.C. Treader. Oh, <laughs> got got ahead of the news there. Yeah, yeah, Oops, you did. Sorry. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead with some news. Julio was signed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That was, uh, I feel like that was a whole day and a half ago. Maybe? Was Not it yet. one year or two years? I believe it was one year, five million with like two million incentives. I think something that sounds it, about right. That sounds about right. Uh, it, you know, it's insurance uh, for Godwin. Although reports about him have been positive. Uh, you know, yeah, every, okay. pretty much everybody that I made any moves being concerned about their long, you know, their short term or long term health has been like a hundred percent healthy. So <laughs> it's like great. I dealt Godwin except for Michael Gallup. Gallup, except for Gallup, who's currently on my TV. Yeah, exactly. Oh no, I was talking about in general. There was news that came out today. Since we're talking yeah. about NFL news, yeah, there was exactly. news that came out today that he receivers, he yeah. says he's going to miss Week One, considering that his injury happened in Week 16 of last year, which I thought it was earlier in the season than that. But according to the article I read from, I believe it was NFL.com, said that he that he had got injured in Week 16. So for him to miss Week One, yeah, I believe that's a uh, well, he, ad- he foregone he, conclusion. Yeah, he admitted himself. Uh, that's five hours old. According to yeah. Whoever. So anyway, uh, yeah. Gallup shouldn't be back. Uh, there were a slew of receivers that will be back, though. Uh, let's see here. Woods, Robert Woods is practicing without a brace. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing. That nothing. happened in like week eight, right? Of last year, perhaps nine. That feels right. It was it was about mid season. Anyways, uh, DK Metcalf. There's the there's a bit some big news right yeah, there. Big news is the big. Uh, I think it was three year extension. Why is it so far? Three year seventy two million dollar extension that includes fifty eight point two million guaranteed. It also includes a thirty million dollar signing bonus, the highest ever for a wide receiver. Which of course. You know, of course it was. But here's the thing. Here's the thing I don't like about this, Chris. Mm-hmm. I, what was the point of this for Seattle when they want to run the ball all the freaking time? You know, I just, yeah. I, I mean, I get DK is a great receiver, at least talent-wise. On paper, he is a great receiver. He's got the athletics, and, you know, he's shown that he can really do it with Russell Wilson when they give him the chance. I know you have some apprehensions about DK and being a complete, uh, you know, between zero and, you know, un, un, uh, utilizing the entire field. Let's put it that way. Um, well, route tree. How about that? Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, I just, I really like DK and I really, and I have for a while. You, there's no, there, there's no, you know, secret to that, but I'm just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's head scratching for it, a team that was, mm-hmm. I For mean, a Seattle team that that looked like it was in rebuild mode by trading away Russell Wilson, I kind of figured they trade away DK Metcalf too and let some other team do a trade and sign. You know? Yeah, I I mean, I hate it's, to be. It I, really I hate, doesn't make any sense. I, I'm not going to be that guy, but I'm going to throw it out there like he's a good blocker. I, I mean, obviously you don't sign a guy to a deal like this because he's a good blocker. That's ridiculous. Nor Here's, does, okay. Nor does a guy of his talent want to be stuck in the. I guess you can't say trenches, but you know what I'm saying. Blocking more yep. than he's running routes, I guess is a good way to put it. But uh, no, I think he absolutely has a talent. Maybe it's more of a long play. Maybe they 
maybe Carol's not there in a year or two. But then again, we said that last God, year. God, I hope so. We said that last uh, year. <laughs> so. I just came up with this. What if they did it for the idea of trying to sign a veteran free agent quarterback next offseason? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you have one of the, you know, the highest paid wide receiver, if not one of the best wide receivers in football on your team. You have a decent ground game, supposedly. You know, you're working to make your offensive line better. You know, these things are good, are things that can really draw in a free agent quarterback. You know, Seattle, it's not a bad city to live in, supposedly. I've never been. I would like to someday. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I win that $1.02 billion lottery that's going around out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dude, I, I would go. I would go on like a four month world tour, maybe a yeah, year long world tour if I won that. Anyways, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, we're not we're not, go, we're not here to play the lottery game. I though. assume they're what, looking what at do? both free agent quarterbacks and the draft next draft class or two, and, and realizing that Pete Carroll won't be around forever. They need to hold on to a guy like this to at least put butts in the seats. You know, sell tickets. I guess I don't know. And 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 maybe they. Yep. Hey, maybe they see something in Gino or or what's his face. I'm just hoping <laughs> Drew Lock. Yeah, I'm just hoping Drew Lock starts so I have a starter on my dynasty squad other than my starter. <laughs> I have no. Oh, other. Chris, I, you need a quarterback, huh? Nope. Uh, on to more news. Speaking of uh, Seahawks news, Carson retired. Chris Carson retired. Ah, uh, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Uh, onward and upward. Gibson Antonio Gibson is sitting out with a hamstring injury. That's not that old. Oh, pardon me while I scroll for sick news. No, not that. No, nothing like that. I'm just scrolling past all the fluff, Josh. I don't want to upset you. Uh, you're gonna you're going to anyways. No, I d I don't know. Yeah, that's that's more fluff. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped at one. I did, I did, right as you were talking. It was the uh Atlanta running backs anyway. Uh, Debo that's showed just... up to camp. I think that's that's important to mention. I don't think we mentioned that yet. Debo showed up to camp. Uh, some more Ramon, that's him. More Ramondre hype that I'm buying into. Um, Watson uh, will miss time in training camp. Christian Watson. I forget the injury. Let me click on the alert. I think it was like a hamstring or something. Mm. Mm. That's not good. Yeah, we'll see. That furthers my love for. Damn it, uh, um, Amari Rogers. That's probably a preview for that show. And yeah, that's about it. Uh, Leonard Fournette's down to 245 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm moving on. Okay, I'm just I'm gonna make myself okay too much. Uh, are we gonna do like? Are we gonna do like a, like oh, a dun, what, dun, uh, uh, two days Fournette old? Weight watch. Two, two days old. One of the receivers I had mentioned, uh, Chris Goodwin, uh, looks clear is is uh, officially cleared for training camp. So he completely missed the pump and everything. Godwin, did I say Goodwin? You said Goodwin. Yeah. He's Whoops, Goodwin. Chris Godwin. I, uh, he's nobody to me now that he's been traded. No. You that's mean it. Rod Godwin? Yep, that's all I got. Hopefully I didn't bury Lily on something and forget it, but there we go. Your news, folks. Uh, I believe we're going to bounce back to last week when the Browns signed Josh Rosen last Wednesday right. to back up Deshaun Watson, who to back up Jacoby Brissett, who backs up Deshaun Watson for the Browns. How dare um, you? Yep. I can't believe Yeah, how that. dare you miss that and the news. Anyways, do you want to talk about some more to... Ramondre Stevenson uh, fluff pieces? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing with you, Josh. What do we got? What do we got tonight? I, 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 you know, well, let's save that for next week when we have running backs. How about that? 
Okay. And then I can just tune out and, you know, like twirl my hair or something while you do that. We'll switch to uh, the solo um, scene. <laughs> yeah. So we have some quarterbacks that we're calling Diamonds in the Rough. Mm-hmm. I went about this as quarterbacks are going after round 10 and that have good week one matchups because that's how I draft is I look for, I always draft the quarterback late unless I'm finding crazy value in a guy I really like, but it never happens. Like Chris, you've drafted a lot with me. I'm, Oh, mm-hmm. I'm always the last one to draft a quarterback. You know why? Because I'm hammering running back, right? Wide receiver and trying to find value at tight end somewhere. Um, it's true. It's true. So I went about like quarterbacks that are going at according to ADP on fantasy pros that are going after the 10th round and that have good week one matchups because I, that's all I do is I just look at the week one matchups and I'm just like, Oh snap. Well, that's a good matchup right there. Draft this guy. You're going to hate my last one, but that's okay. I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it should be interesting because I, <laughs> yeah, I you are. <laughs> because I approached it in a completely different way. So, you know, how did you go about it then, Chris? Uh, more or less worked my way down ADP, looked for a situation that I thought might pop off type of thing. Um, oh. And so See, it, it's weighted. After, he- after, it's, after, let me finish. It's sorry. weighted heavily in uh, youth, uh, first of all. So like first and second year guys very heavily. Uh, but also, again, ADP, like like late round gems, like like the title entails diamonds in the rough. Other than that, I do I do have a uh, you know when we get to, when we we're ready I do have one that's kind of outside of your parameter of uh, double digit rounds apparently, uh, and I forgot to do my math on the ADP because I like to have that done, <laughs> not struggle with it. I meant to and I did do I did it on the first one and not any of the rest. So I'll do that real quick uh, while you're working on one of your guys. But uh, who's up first? Mm, I'm braced. <laughs> right. <laughs> Saw that one coming from a mile away. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've got one kind of in that area. Anyway. Mm-hmm. 
foreshadowing. <laughs> Corny, I know. I'm sorry. Continue, please. I'm sorry. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> no. He's dead to me. Breakout. We might have to revisit our uh, last year's commit Troutman bet. Po po post hype breakout. <laughs> post hype. Way post hype. It has. It has. That's why I was. Uh, but 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 you're hearing all the. I don't want to call them excuses because I legit believe he was hurt. Uh, you're hearing that come out about Troutman. He's like, he was banged up you know, quite a bit more than you realized. Uh, yeah, that was that too. Uh, so, mm. all right. Um, uh, slightly predictable. Um, I'm, uh, I don't want to say trepidatious. I just want to see how ADP and the draft room kind of works itself out. Meaning he's right in that area of a couple guys I'll talk about tonight. Um, so, you know, that 14 area, that 13, maybe, maybe even down to 15 or 16 where you're like, I think he's my guy. Like outside of the, I guess you could say consensus QB ones, you know, top 12 where a lot of the area we'll be talking about tonight. So uh, I'm interested to see what happens. I haven't ruled out. Uh, I think I made a point in maybe one analysis. Maybe it was some Camara analysis. I don't remember, recall, actually. Uh, maybe it was Michael Thomas. But I believe the Saints have to throw more. They were historic lows for throw, uh, for attempts 
and just uh, you know, pace. They just they, they they were such a bad offense last year. There's nowhere to go but up for the offense. Yeah, because Jameis, I can't, I'm sorry, you probably mentioned, I don't remember how many games he got. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And I think Simeon's the backup again. I think they're trying to get uh, Taysom moved over to tight end permanently. They'll still have some direct snaps for him, but he won't be a, quote, you know, QB. So we'll see what happens. I mean, they're still they're still paying him money, and he. but then again, he was Sean Payton's guy. He's, he's, he's not Dennis Allen's guy, so we'll see what happens with him. Well, they, they're having to pay him some money. Uh, so speaking of uh, low-hanging fruit, honorable mention, this guy's not outside double digit. Wait, no, who? What? No, not you. I mentioned it earlier in the show about my one of my guys that I had honorable mention, a low-hanging fruit. Anyway, uh, Trey Lance, uh, he's been floating right around, I guess. I see I have a QB 13 here. Uh, that's I'm going to get him out of the way because I think it's important to mention some of this uh, that I've got here. Um, yeah, uh, again, ADP 101, that comes out to about the 8.5 uh, QB 13. So like I mentioned, just right outside the QB 12 territory. Um, his collegiate rushing stats are impressive. And this is the reason we want to talk about him is what he can do on the ground. It doesn't have anything to do with, you know, being a world beater, being a playoff quarterback, being, you know, a prototype or anything. It's, it has to do with fantasy scoring for rushing quarterbacks being weighted in such a way that you can steal somebody in the later rounds, but, but right in the later rounds, but again, mentioning he's kind of a low hanging fruit at the ADP 101 to QB 13. Um, he had, what was it? One, that one season. Cause remember he only had that one season at North Dakota state, 169 carries for 1100 yards, six and a half per and 14 touchdowns on the ground. Uh, it's important to mention that four of the top 12 fantasy quarterbacks in 2021, and of course a half PPR in fantasy points per game, are what you would consider a rushing quarterback. Um, it's ironic when you look at guys like uh, Aaron Rodgers, who's won the MVP two years in a row, or Brady, who throw they, they you know throw the most, uh, usually top three at least in Tampa. They don't necessarily finish as the one, two, or three. You know, guys like Josh Allen, who is one of those four, Kyler, Hertz, Lamar. Um, kind of unironically, a couple of these guys, you know, didn't play, uh, all 17 games. So that's why points per game favored them more, but it is what it is. Um, so yeah, that's all I have to say about Trey Lance. Uh, if you can get him at a good deal, I'd strongly consider him, especially if we're talking super flex, but, uh, otherwise my other guys will be, will be under the uh, radar a little bit more, uh, according to the criteria. Um, I, I had him at the top because I wanted to include him, but, uh, again, I wanted to put the stipulation that he was a low hanging fruit. <laughs> I have three more technically four in a manner of speaking. Oh, you want to go again? Oh, okay. Uh, my next guy, uh, what's his full name again? Mackerel Jones, Macintosh, Macintosh. Got it. Okay. <laughs> McCorkle Jones, the quarterback for the It's it's Heineke. It's 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 Trevor Trevor Heineke Taylor Taylor Heineke Taylor Heineke. There you go. So Mac Jones, uh, he is ADP one fifty two. <laughs> He's ADP one fifty two. That's the twelve point six, the sixth pick in the twelfth round at quarterback twenty one. 
Uh, he threw for 535 times. He threw 535 times last year. That was 25th in the league. A uh, little bit of statistical regression. I believe that has to go up some. Uh, Belichick's going to be calling the plays. No, you've gone over it and you thought you were right. Uh, let me continue. <laughs> Def. All right, let's change screen here. <laughs> Uh, he led all rookies in completion percentage, 67.6%, beating uh, somebody else we might mention later on on this list by only 0.8. But still, he led all rookies in completion percentage. Um, Belichick had some praise for him uh, a day ago, I think it might be. Uh, tremendous strides came out. Uh, that term came out quite a bit. Uh, some of his best weeks last year in 2021 came versus good defenses. Week four versus Tampa, 17.9 points. Uh, week 10, ver week 10 versus Cleveland, 19.9 points. Uh, week 12 versus Tennessee, 21.5 points. Uh, week 15 versus Indy, 19.2 points. So that's pretty much all I have to say about Mac Jones. I think he's going to be, I think he's probably going to flirt with QB1 territory, honestly. Um, we're talking the sixth pick of the 12th round. I mean, if you want to be hardcore and go, you know, 14th round or be the last guy to take a quarterback, sure, maybe, maybe he's out of your reach there. Um, for somebody like Josh, but um, I like I like his potential, um, and I think we're going to see the offense kick it up a notch. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is my next guy. Um, Chris, I know you have to kind of drink the Kool-Aid on T-Law here, and I know you want to punch me in the face for saying T-Law. Well, the second part might be true, but not the first part. The, the what, name is, you, I don't want to punch you in the face about you choosing Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Is that what you're thinking? T-Law. Well, I, yeah, the name is more upsetting than you picking the guy. I think he's a great guy to pick. I think I strongly considered him. Who's that again? Trevor Lawrence. You mean T-Law. Uh, so T-Law is, he, supposedly there's a lot of hype that he's having a great preseason. He's got new and improved weapons. Urban Meyer was a shit uh, head coach last year, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm drinking said Kool-Aid. I'm believing it, man. I really am. He's going as a QB 18, which is at the, like the 1102. That's not bad. It's within my stupid criteria that I gave myself for this exercise. Chris, you can do whatever you want. I'm. This is what I'm calling a diamond in the rough. Um, he's he he. Uh, the Commanders allowed 21 and a half points per game to opposing quarterbacks last year. That is the most by any team. It is two points more per game than the second place team, which was uh, the Falcons. We'll go over the Falcons here in a minute, I think. Um, I think we must. So, yeah. I, I know Washington was uh, got dealt a, um, a slew of injuries last year on the defensive side, but I'm interested to see what the post-hype Trevor Lawrence can do. I'm sorry, T-Law can do. And his sophomore season. Supposedly the Jags are getting a healthy Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne. Sorry, I had to think about that for a second. Mm -hmm. um, they acquired Christian Kirk from the Arizona Cardinals, who Chris and I have liked over the years, but yet there's hasn't been a lot of evidence to back up that that adoration that we've thrown Christian Kirk's way. Um, they got Zay Jones, who had a surprising resurgence with the Raiders a little bit last year. Uh, they picked up Evan Ingram, a tight end that I used to like, keyword used to, from the New York Giants in, in uh, free agency. They still have LaVisca Chenault. And they picked up former All-Pro Brandon Sheriff from the former football team. 
I like that acquisition. That should help T Law mm-hmm. uh, give him a little bit more time. Remember, they still have he's what a guard, is I it? Believe, Cam- right? I think he's yeah, a he's guard. the he's the, he's going to be the right guard, and I believe awesome. they still have Cam Robinson, an All Pro or a, a Pro Bowl or a left tackle on the left side of the that line too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, oh, by the way, go Hawks for that Brandon Sheriff mention right there. Um, but going back to Etienne here, and I'm and I'm highlighting this for a reason. Uh, do you know what the former football team did against running backs last year, Chris? The, through the air, that is. I'm sorry. What they did stopping you, the pass? Yeah, two running backs last year. Oh, the football team? I don't yeah. think they were very good. The former football team. Uh, they tied for the ninth most targets, the 15th most running back receptions, and gave up the most receiving touchdowns to running backs last year. Yes, I am backdooring at Travis Etienne into this Trevor Lawrence. Uh, sorry, T. Law Love. Um, but the former football team has given up the most passing touchdowns to opposing quarterbacks last year and the fifth most yards overall. So, I kind of like me some T. Law. Just saying. I mean, at eleven oh two, like that's not that's not super late, but it's also not too early to be like, ah, I'm out on him. You know, I'm for a good week one matchup on uh, on paper, a good week one matchup. Yes, please. I'm the one who included Trey Lance as an honorable mention slash low hanging fruit. So I think it's I think there's How's that low hanging fruit. It's not. That's what I'm saying. I'm the one who included the low hanging fruit. That was eight point five or ADP or whatever at the one oh one. Yeah. I believe. I, and, you know, I, if memory serves correct, I believe uh, T-Law had a little bit of rushing in college as well. Oh, I was going to say uh, about your little uh, Jaguars, uh, uh, Ter- Trevor Lawrence love there. Uh, not T-Law. Please don't interrupt me. Uh, T-Law. <laughs> um, that I see a little bit of uh, Nick Foles in him. <laughs> I know that's a low. Dude. Oh, that is a bad comp. Bad comp. Do you know who coached him to that freaking like all pro season that he had? There. It wasn't all pro. It was a Pro Bowl season, but it wasn't all pro. Yeah, pretty and sure. You was, mean Super Bowl MVP is what I'm you're pretty sure about. it was it was Mr. T Law's current head coach. So let's see if he can get a lot What's out, his of, name? Out, out of a talented quarterback. Oh, I can't remember his name. He used to coach Doug Steve Peterson. Or Peterson. I was gonna Bested say you once again. I was gonna say Doug McDonald. Doug Peterson. Yep. McDonald. Got it. So That's not uh, what I'd is, say. is that is all your T uh, Law love there? Yeah. All right, next on the docket, we've got uh, Davis Mills at an ADP of 227. No! 18.9. So that's the ninth pick of the no. 18 round, folks. Mo- most home home leagues won't even go to 18 rounds. So now we're talking about more low, more uh, 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 hey, high, high-hanging fruit. What? Davis Mills is my last guy. Oh, I thought it would be a... F- one of the Falcons guys. Okay, well, great. Well, let me continue with my Davis Mills stuff because I get to go first. Ha-ha! <laughs> Arguably the second best rookie quarterback last year. Uh, we've seen plenty of uh, huge second year leaps by young quarterbacks. And while Mills is, you know, less than an ideal situation, I think that's kind of baked into his ridiculously Don't. low ADP. Oh, oh. Uh, sorry, interrupt. Breaking news. Um, John Mechie, the Titans, yeah. or the sorry, the the uh, Texans. Oh, we didn't mention at the top of the show. That's right. I think yeah, I thir- remembered in my third coverage. round. Third, I think it was he was a third round receiver. Yeah, he was probably going to be their number two or three. Clearly. Yeah, he because there's um, nothing behind Cooks, and I mentioned it a little he bit. Has, he had some kind of foot injury that's he's going to miss the year. I'm Mechie? assuming it was a list Frank. Who, yeah, Mechie? no, dude, it's leukemia. Yeah. 
Oh shit, that's right. Yeah, it's leukemia. Yeah, yeah. I know. Hey, it's on me. I'm the one who didn't have the news ready to go. Uh, we failed to mention at the top of the show. I'm pretty sure I probably would have remembered before I finished my Davis Mill coverage, but uh, that's a good mention, Josh. Good mention. Good mention. All right, back to. I gave I gave I gave him a I gave him a nice uh, thumbs up or whatever in Twitter. I was like, man, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, get it's better. Awful. It's awful. Yeah. Um, so obviously, all I we're s- hoping about there, uh, we, we care less about Davis Mills' fantasy production and more about uh, John Mechie's life at this point. Uh, whether he plays for sure, man. I hope he gets yeah. better. So cancer, but he has got the he's got good leukemia, where oh, it's very he- curable. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm not perfect. I didn't. Know it's, that. I mean, I mean, his life is still in jeopardy, but it's, it's, it's a very prognosis is uh, better form of it. Prognosis is yeah, better. Yeah, prognosis is not negative. Gotcha. All right. It's a sign so, um, and again, I do mention something a little bit about the receiving uh, core, uh, or at least uh, <laughs> the one guy in the receiving core, uh, Sands. Uh, oh Mr. no, there's, there's two. There's two. You think so? Uh, we'll see. Um, I mentioned already. Uh, plenty of second-year breakouts. I think that, you know, the likelihood of it is baked into his ridiculously low ADP. He had a very respectable 66.8 completion percentage, which was second mm-hmm. only to Mac Jones, the aforementioned. Uh, Cook, uh, Brandon Cooks is returning on a two-year extension, uh, keeping him in yeah, yeah. Th- through the 20, uh, 2024 season. Uh, so the young community will have a uh, reliable target to oh, r- no. rely on. <laughs> his backups are, well... Uh, you know, career backups uh, for Mr. Uh, Davis Mills. Uh, so no one really there is th- they're threatening his starting role. I think he should nope. be considered an easy top 24 guy as opposed to QB 27, if not a very late round flyer in your single QB leagues, if not maybe a waiver guy yet you can add if you waited on QBN and it isn't working out. Um, but that's more or less what I've got to say about Davis Mills. Um, He's going up against the Falcons, right? Or is he going up against? No, he's going up against the Colts. Sorry, and like I said before, Colts gave up seventeen and a half points per game to opposing quarterbacks. Uh, Davis Mills, he in five of his eleven starts, he did score eighteen plus fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though, Chris. Mm-hmm. Do you know how he played in two games against the Colts? Do you know what he scored fantasy wise, or what he averaged? No. Five point six five points per game. Mm-hmm. That's all right. So there's that. Like yeah, I said, though, the Colts gave up 32 passing touchdowns last year. They got, rid of, Rakyas, they got rid of Rakyas. They got rid of Rakyas Singh and quarterback. <laughs> they, I do like. I do, I'm very interested in. I'm not interested in Chris Connolly as like their slot guy, but like Nico Collins, Brandon Cooks. Yes, I'm a little worried. Marlon Nico Mack. Collins has his sides. I would. I would have rather had Mechie around. God, you know. God bless Being his, slot his, guy. his battle. Yeah, I mean, there would but have been they, but they still have play plenty of but slots. But they still too. have they still have Brevin Jordan, who's their second year tight end, mm-hmm. and he kind of showed some promise in his rookie year. Can he put it all together? Yet to be seen. Mm-hmm. The, I think the problem is is that if Brandon Cooks and or Nico Collins gets hurt, it's the next guy up is Philip Dorsett or like Chris Moore. Yeah, um, that's that's right. I, I I didn't. Oh. I don't want to be like I glossed oh. over Nico Collins, but no, I wasn't impressed when I saw the names on the depth chart. I was like, oh, and then of course I remembered the 
At, at the time, I remember the Mets. But they have a they have a decent offensive line that could that has potential to to be even better. Like we talked about with some running back, you know, um, values or whatever. We kind of did this already with running backs, but we'll do it again mm-hmm. next week. Well, again, it's our show, and we can because it's our show, and we can do what the hell we want. My, right? my my list was an order of ADP, so he's not even my deepest die. But yeah, my diamonds are a little rougher. That's that's for sure. <laughs> they're, they're I got, can't believe that I can't believe you went Davis Mills. I went Davis Mills. I was like, whoa. I mean, we, we both have kind of been on to him a little bit. But yeah, I, that neck is long and, and proud. <laughs> anyway, what do you got next? Oh, I guess, uh, duh, Davis Mills. What I'm did, done. Did you, I was going to say, did you say everything you need to say? All right, on to my make, last make guy. It, make, make your last one quick so we can do a, a 2QB uh, Judging by length, draft. I have more on him slash them than anybody. But uh, sure, I'll be quick. <laughs> Judging by length, Chris, I always lose. So I've got a, a, a concoction here of Mark. <laughs> I've got a concoction here. Don't I don't want to make you sick, Josh? So you might hold on to your lunch here of Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter. Let me mention their ADPs real quick. Uh, for Mariota, we've got ADP of two hundred and ninety-eight, <laughs> aka free. Literally, but both are in like a the negative tw- value. They're, yeah, you're you're yeah. getting draft picks if you if you select Marcus yeah. Mariota. Exactly. So like, okay. So just to cut to the chase, one's 24 points. Uh, I'm sorry. One's round 24th round. One's round 26th. QB 34. QB 37. QB drafts that late. Hear, hear me out though. Hear me out. Uh, this is strictly a play on volume. This is strictly a play on rushing quarterback upside. It's mostly a. I wish a, it was a play on it, words. It's mostly a superfix play. But listen, hear me out. There's upside. With an offensive head coach who likes to run the ball, Arthur Smith, a former Titans offensive coordinator, who's probably playing for his job this year. Uh, and he's shown he can work unconventionally around his best player's skills, a la Cordero Patterson. One of these QBs will get the rock, and he could be great on the ground. Ritter, uh, rushing numbers from college, because he's a rookie, that's all we have to go off of here. Uh, Cincinnati in college, uh, 501 carries, uh, 2,180 yards, only 44.4 average, but he got 28 touchdowns. That was in 50 games. Mariota got less games. Oh, I'm sorry. Ritter did have a season with 12 rushing touchdowns. Uh, Mariota had 337 carries, 200, I'm sorry, 2,237 yards, 6.6 average, 29 touchdowns in only 41 games. Interestingly, no one in the NFL really gave Mariota a chance except for some short yardage work and uh, with the Raiders the past couple of years. Excuse me? No one gave them him a chance? A chance on the ground. The Titans. A, ch- a chance on the ground. A chance on the ground. I, I, I misspoke. Uh, so Sorry, clearly, I might, have, I might have not heard that, but yeah, I, I, might have, might have, I think I might have not said it. Anyway, uh, uh, he's not really got a chance to work on the ground, uh, especially since kind of the the prototype has changed a little. To be you know, with that Lamar, he's Lamar's. been Mr. Glass. Uh, he he definitely missed a game or two every year. I'll put it that way. So clearly, they both have something to offer on the ground, and if Pitts continue, Pitts continues his dominant trajectory, and Drake London give them give them something, I like one of these guys to surprise as a potential streamer in one quarterback leagues, uh, because of what they're doing on the ground. May I remind you, or you know, a top twenty four guy in superflex, and I've huh. concluded them both because while I have little faith in Mariota. They're very, they're, they're similar build kind of guys. And again, Mariota is adept on the ground. So maybe they have something in mind. Maybe the veteran is there to be a placeholder. Maybe, most likely they're a losing team and they just put in the rookie because he's had enough time to work, you know? And so that's why I included Ritter. Hmm. You're right. I, I mean, Marcus Mariotti's. He was great on the ground in school, but he was also it's, really it, good through the air in school. And that's, well, no, no, I was talking about his injuries. It's a game here, it's a game there. It's, yeah, it's, fourteen. 
uh, I'm, assu- I'm assuming in his seven games played in, in his last year and for the Titans was based on performance. His play. Yep. His perf- yeah, thank I you. assumed his I assumed the same thing. Uh, and then, of course, it was Baltimore. It was basically nothing after that, except for, again, the short yardage work he got. Because we've seen him a couple times in the couple, last couple seasons. And, uh, you know, he's in there for a running place. Uh, so, you know, he had a role. Um, and again, this and co- I'm, this, I'm, worried, this I'm wondering, I'm wondering if it, that's more like, we don't want our, we don't want our franchise quarterback to get hurt. So we're just going to run the backup into the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he also coached Tannehill for that good season and he was, he was pretty good on the ground. Oh, that's right. It was not injury. It was t- Ryan Tannehill. Oh, Tennessee. Was that the uh, 2019? Was that the overlapping season or 20? You're, you are absolutely right. Good 2019. job. Because remember, good job, buddy. Year before last. Okay, so last off season in 2021, I was kind of into Tannehill because of 2020 mm-hmm. era. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. 20. So that has a little bit. Uh, that, that the coach uh, play calling has a little bit to do with that uh, far-reaching uh, uh, deep dive diamond in the rough there. Tune in next week. We will be back again with running backs diamonds in the rough. Right. Definitely. Um, as always, you can check us out in podcast form if you miss the show. Um, tune in next week. Same bat, t- same amazing time, same amazing channel. That would be Amazing Fantasy Football on YouTube. If you're listening to us in podcast format, do stop by. The show is live. You can ask us questions. We ask questions we ask at the end, but you can ask during the middle of the show, and we will address them at the end of the show. Next week, like I said, Running back, diamonds of the rough. Everyone wants running backs. Everyone loves running backs. Running backs are the bee's knees and fantasy football. Next week, Thursday, 8 o'clock Central Time. Check you then. Till then, Chris, have a good night. Adios.